is sitting across from me, Lori Horseman. And uh, Lori, I'm really excited about this year coming up with Mind Hope. Uh, we're going to talk today about Brain Boot Camp and the Mind Hope support system that we are uh, presently building uh, at a very slow pace intentionally. Zig Ziglar once said, We all need a checkup from the neck up to eliminate stinking thinking. Mm. And it is, it is epidemically destructive, negative thinking. Uh, it is an addictive reality. Your mm-hmm. brain literally gets addicted to complaint, to worry, to anxiety. Uh, as we now know, the natural state of the human brain is, is protective. I mean, it's the brain's job is to protect us. Right. But we can get in that loop where we're constantly anxious, constantly worrying, constantly complaining, constantly in conflict, and and our brain feeds off that, and it has huge, huge implications for brain health. And so, hence, we started Mind Hope. We started uh, thinking about what resources can we give people that they can put into play every day of their lives to begin a new training. I, I compare it to, you know, mental flossing. It's what can we, they do to mentally floss, get the, get the, the bad bacteria, so to speak out. And just like flossing, flossing literally can take one minute a day, but you, it's been proven to make you healthier because it's connected to brain health and heart health. And it'll make you wealthier. People who floss manage money. Well, why? Because it's the discipline. It's the, it's the, like, you, you don't, you don't floss your teeth and go, oh my gosh, I'm healthier. <laughs> no, you do that for 30 years right? and you're healthier the same way that you accumulate wealth is it's not a, you know, I, yeah, I went to Vegas and got wealthy. That's not real wealth. That's, right. that's money. That's it's not real wealth. wealth. But real wealth is over 30 years. Mm-hmm. You, you did the job, and that's the same thing with our brains, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That if we're going to eliminate stinking thinking, it is a daily practice. Definitely. And this is the thing. It always comes back to that, doesn't it? You know, you spiritually, it's, people want this, I want this exciting walk with Jesus. Well, you know what? It's not that romantic. It's doing the daily stuff of solitude, scripture, stuff. service, support, significant man. I mean, it is. It's just, it's just daily, and those days add up. And, and, and so now we're going we're gonna to today give a pitch for why we want you, the listener, to be a part of um, Brain Boot Camp, or if you're not local to us, that we can help you start your own in Detroit, Absolutely. Michigan, or wherever. Mm-hmm. And so let's start with, first, what is the Brain Boot Camp? What do we, so somebody doesn't know at all what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> and so tell us, Lori Horseman, so, what are we talking about with Brain Boot Camp? What comes to mind, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, is she going to make us like lift ropes and stuff? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, that, that's the boot, body boot camp. Boot that's boot camp. Yeah. But unlike, it's not unlike that, training. though. I mean, it, it is. is. There's training. You know, so there's because I, and I always have people go, oh, but Lori, I do crossword puzzles. And I'm like, well, that's great. But that's not what I'm talking about. Because if you work out one muscle the same way over and over again, it's not atrophy, but it's also not making it grow. It's not making it do anything else. And every single one of us has a part of our brain we like to live in, and that's where we stay. But you got five other areas you need to go and check out from time to time. I mean, there's actually an author that would write riddles from a man's point of view for a woman to try to solve, and they're damn near impossible for us to solve. And when we flip the script and we have Isn't the guide, that amazing? it is. So it's like it's using different parts of your brain. So I'm going to introduce you to the left and the right side of your brain, the front and the back. So you've got five parts of your brain on both sides of your brain, and what you're going to do is brain boot camp is going to 
to be your cognitive stimulation, because I promised you I'd tell you what that was. So it's basically being exposed to a task that is going to mentally challenge you. It's like an exercise. It's going to improve your ability to think, to focus, and to concentrate, and to be more effective in your environment with people around you. Now, I've got stats on this before people go, "Uh uh-uh, no, it doesn't work. Because I'm married to a man that I can tell you that it does start to work. Because what you, there's five components. He's like a brother to me. I know. I'm telling you, (laughs) he's a stubborn Stubborn, yeah, dude. and I know there's only hear one this. way to do everything. So, <laughs> that God gave you an experiment, is what He gave you. Literally. He gave you an experiment, a long term experiment. <laughs> like, all right, Lord, what I do today? Um, but we're going to talk about critical thinking, okay? How you look at something from a different perspective, computation, math has to be involved. And as soon as I said that, every woman I know goes, Ugh, we hate that. And we don't, it's not really one of our strong suits. But if you give a woman critical thinking, we can whip it out of the park. Men mm. are more computational thinking, it's just the way our brains are built and wired. There's memory, long-term and short-term, and working memory. So we're going to work on that with you. We're going to work on visual-spatial. Visual-spatial is how you see something and know, if I give you this little tiny yellow cube, how many of them do you think will fit into that red box? Visually-spatial, you're kind of looking at it and trying to measure it in your head and get them all in there the way I'm asking to do it. So we're going to do those exercises. And then we're going to do a lot of language exercises. And I don't mean studying a foreign language. I mean, like, if I give you these 15 letters, how many words can you make Mm. out of that? Mm. Sounds easy at first, but it's challenging. And I'm going to push you right to the point where you want to throw this workbook back at me, but I want to get you in there. Okay. So, you know, again, our our cousin player's box, we Mm -hmm. first tell the students, just get comfortable Mm -hmm. being uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. If you you can do that, that we're going to stretch you beyond your Mm -hmm. comfort zone. If it were yoga, you're going to stretch. Yep. Tissue. But let me tell this you is cool brain thing tissue you're stretching. So you sat there and you made a comment about how stinking thinking becomes somewhat, um, uh, it's, it's our go-to. It becomes more habitual, kind of like a bad habit. But this becomes one of those things that your brain likes the win. So then your brain mm. starts to get addicted Please to doing that. this. I love that. Your brain gets addicted to wanting to so do this more. So this is not all drudgery nope. and it's going to forever be fun. suffering. It becomes- I'm going to show you different ways to look at stuff and turn it into a challenge. So the brain boot camp is going to have a classroom type setting where we go through these exercises. I'm literally going to show you parts of the brain, what it's working, why it's doing that. When you do this exercise, what part of the brain it's waking up and stimulating. You're going to have some stuff you get to work on at home and do your workouts at home with it because technically you know what we found is like doing this twice a week is amazing if you can do this on your own every day for just a few minutes your cognitive scores go up what's that mean all right your focus improves your sleep improves your attitude improves your able to, the ability to retain and hold on to working memory improves your mm. brain starts to function more like it did when it was in its 20s and 30s and you can remember why you walked into the room in the first place mm. it starts to function like that And this works great on people ages 35 and up. It's not an old person's disease. Hear me on this one. We've got people in their mid-20s, early 30s that have dementia. And that's what I'm trying to prevent. I'm going to show you exercises where you can get in there and take control of this situation. So these, you know, it, the brain boot camp is kind of fun, actually. I promise you, you'll have a good time. It's so how long does it last? Thing. What, what, you know, we're going to, I think we have a Tuesday or Wednesday night. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll share details yeah. specific of the logistics. Um, I know we know the room where it's going to be. <laughs> we got the room. We have the room <laughs> reserved, which is a big deal around here. And, that, and I've got the curriculum got the figured out. But <laughs> I think typically a typical training session is about 45 minutes to an hour because there's a lot of camaraderie that starts to go mm-hmm. on. And I'm not going to chase people out the door. I want you to have those relationships and that fun. And if you want to 
can do more exercises with me. I'll give you some more to do. I'll give you lots of things that you can do on your own and research because if you're a geek like me and want to know is this working and why, I can give you all kinds of stuff on that. Even games you can do on your phone, which believe it or not, I got my husband to actually get addicted to these I things. know that. And that's really cool because all we hear is phones are bad for you, phones are bad for you, well, phones are bad for they you. They can be. And they can be. But to know that it can be redeemed. <laughs> it yeah. can be turned around. Because you get addicted to that negative and that's where social media sometimes just feeds our need for the negative. And I'm going to show you some resources that will give you back that positive. Mm -hmm. Because the positive is the hope. And the hope is the thing that can turn this all around. Just like we talked about, we know over half of the dementias that exist out there should not be there. They should not even be there. And they're just based on diet and lifestyle. And when I say lifestyle, I mean even sedentary, not just sitting on a chair, not physically working out, but cognitively not working out. If all you do is your daily routine, the mundane, and you go to work, you do your job, you put the widget in the wicket, and you come back home and you do the same thing, you are not doing anything to exercise your brain. I'm curious on this. So let me ask you, and I, I, on a personal note on this, I've asked you some questions about this. To that point... Like, one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm going back through the Gospel of Matthew and basically re-rememorizing it, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because over time you just you kind of, it gets it, it gets stale. You forget. Um, but then you realize you don't forget once you start redoing it again. Is that good? Like, so so right now, for example, I started actually in Chapter 8, and I'm going through Chapter 16 right now, where I don't, I don't, I, don't, I couldn't sit here and literally quote it, but I can tell you where mm -hmm. the man with leprosy mm -hmm. is in Matthew 8, 1 to 7. I can tell you where the healing of the two demon-possessed men. How, how good is Scripture memory for your brain? Because spiritually, oh, there's nothing that gets me out of a rut more than get your face in the Scriptures, and do the, uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 because it's, uh, people think, oh, you have a photographic memory. I do, because it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it feels like I have to work really hard at this. You and, can and it train does... your brain to do this. Okay, is it good? Is it's it like, very so, good. So is that... It's amazing what you're doing, because you've taken a long-term memory, you've brought it back to the forefront and turned it into a working memory. And by working memory, you're trying to do it in your the, in the visuospatial as you're putting it in a timeline for yourself. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing to your brain is amazing. Okay. Especially so that, that's because I'm not doing all the math stuff right now. I am going to do it because I'm right now. I'm just I'm like, I got to go back. Mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to work through all the Gospels on this in the next few years. You're telling me. OK, let me ask you this. Is it is it as good as the math stuff? I They're mean, equal. Okay. The math stuff is a different part of the brain. What you're doing is a different is on the left side and the mid part of the brain. The math stuff is going to come from the front to the middle and work to the right. Okay. Okay. So it's like you're you're trying to. There's different parts of the brain. So when I actually can physically show you what you're doing, it will make sense because when you cross back and forth, reading something is on the right side, memorizing it or is on the left side. Memorizing it takes it over to the right. Trying to recall it and put it where it's supposed to go brings it to the front and then takes it back. Oh, back that's such a great visual. So you're literally stitching your brain together. As opposed to just working on okay, one Okay, that's good. Um, what about learning new languages? Because I, I want to learn some oh, languages. Wow. So is that is that same uh -huh. category? Yep. Um, uh, there was another question I had about that. Learning new language. Um, I can't remember what it is right now, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> I just had it. There was another question I want to ask. Because I, I think that a lot of listeners are going to be going, well, I'm doing this. Is it valuable? Is it? Or, you know, I want to do this. Like For me, scripture memory is also Very a valuable. part of my work, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm able to, to be efficient because right. it's spiritually renewed. It's, it's, it's like food to right. my soul. That's the positive food. That's the hope mm -hmm. that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. You yeah. want to keep feeding your brain, but then the way you're going about feeding it is causing the brain to kind of wake up and want more of that. 
Okay. So the brain likes the wind. Okay. So that so the language. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I've never studied really how to speak Hebrew, so I want to do that. So you're saying, getting a Babel program mm -hmm. where you're learning to speak Hebrew. Yep. Okay. The other one I was gonna do is, is I kind of. I still have an interest in going back and doing algebra over, like learning the basics of algebra over. Yep. And so that's not necessarily a, a a phone game or it's not, but just the. 2x plus 3 yeah. equals, yeah. Se you know, 7. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so, which was really a bad example. But anyhow, uh, you're saying that stuff like that. Yep. You, is... Your brain was conditioned and built on the three R's as a child. Reading, mm -hmm. writing, and arithmetic. And those three R's, those, yeah, if you will, that's what thing. built oh your foundation. Gosh. Isn't that amazing? So those are your core memories. You need to go back to your core and wake it back up. So when we're reading out loud, when we're um, doing writing exercises, and the writing exercises I'll give you are just you know prompts, but they're prompts from like in your younger years, in your high school years, your teen years. So you're going all the way back into your long-term memories amazing. and trying to do a recall exercise by writing it. And the writing is important, not dictating into a phone, but the physically active writing it, pa putting paper to pen. And I'll explain as to why that works. So you will do that in boot camp? Yeah, we will do that. And then the actual, and then the other part is the math computations, and there are so many different ways to do computations. It's not just okay. Algebra. So I saw that you know that guy or gal's hearing this going, oh, that's terrible at math. I can't. It's do not just camp. that. It's not just that. It's not just that. I'm going to show you all kinds of different ways to work the algorithms in your brain and wake them up. I mean, even it could be a recipe. If you have a half a cup of this, well, how many you know fourth cups does that take? Mm -hmm. And then, boom, the women are like can hit that in a minute. You know what you're talking about. It's like yeah. oh, you just did math. Yeah, it's okay. You just and did they're not going to so, be testing. We're not no, going. There's, there's no, no shame involved in this. No, right? and you're, the amazing you're, part you're is you're not comparing that, yourself no, to someone else. No, not at all. No, you're yeah. only going to compare yourself to yourself. And because I'm going to ask you to constantly just take a little like, how are you feeling this week versus last week? See, if your husband and I were in that. Oh, we would be, be comparing totally ourselves. Competitive. We'd be comparing ourselves, and I know a lot of people who would be doing that. The only <laughs> person you're competing against is your is brain. Your brain. So we'll right. have some. We'll have some baseline scores just for you to know what you're working with. So you'll have a baseline score that we would do a baseline assessment to figure out, okay, what do we've got? And <clears> I'm not going to compare you to anybody else but yourself, because in six weeks, mm. eight weeks time, we're going to go back and do that again. And you're like, oh my gosh, it went up, it improved. Okay. It's like, yeah. So I think it's uh, Tuesday or Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. It'll start February, first week in, uh, in, first February, week in February. Yeah. And then you said six to eight weeks? I think so. I think we took it February through March. That sounds about I think right. It, I think it is. Yeah. And then uh, as a, the next layer of developing the infrastructure of Mind Hope and the actual ministry itself, we're going to create systems of support. Yes. Okay, our fourth S is what we call it here. Mm -hmm. But specifically for those who are in the reality of, of the, as the caregiver. And this is hope for a lot of people because as we know now, you've said it so well, 80% of the caregivers die before the actual victim. Yeah. <sighs> mm -hmm. what's, what's that going to look like? So that starts, I think, in April. Yeah. Um, uh, we're doing some we're doing some beta right now. I think we've yeah. tried to try to, we're, we're getting on started it. working. Um, yeah. What that's going to look like is you live and in person but obviously I understand all too well that you can't always leave the situation to come and get the right. support. Um, so we're going to try doing some kind of a Zoom thing where I can bring you in, but um, even if it's just a one-on-one. -on -one. But hearing what other people are going through is so light in the dark type of thing. Because you do feel this is a very isolating disease for the caregiver also. 
not just for the person going through it. Um, I, I think that's so critical to, for people to yeah. hear that. And I need to turn a light on in the room for you. My daughter calls me a lantern in the dark. And it's like, you need to understand that you're not alone. You need to understand that you're not crazy. You know, because a lot of times I remember seeing these um, these behaviors happen with my father, but nobody else witnessed them. So it made me look like I was, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make something out of nothing. That's not what's happening. I'm going to try to give you some tools to one, care for yourself and some tools to care for that person that you're caring for. Um, because it is a hard job, and then teach you how to ask for help. What is your What is your take on? You know, I know I, I just remember so distinctly when President Reagan was in his long decline, and Nancy is the one who coined the phrase "the long goodbye." I think she coined it, unless she borrowed it or somebody else. Do you agree with that? It's mm-hmm. the long goodbye. Yep. She felt so isolated. Yeah. This was the former, a yeah. former first lady mm-hmm. of the United States of America was isolated. Yeah. Oh, I, I still remember going, gee whiz. Yeah. Um, one, she was putting a, a massive protective barrier around him because that's our jobs. When you take that vow for better, for worse, and sickness and in health, you're going to put that protective bubble yeah. up around and, them. And she very much felt that with and him. And putting that bubble up around them takes everything you've got and more. And, I mean, just, I give it out to the men that just try to keep the lady's hair and the makeup and mm-hmm. the making her look okay so she can still go to church. And, like, you know, just with my arm being in a sling, that's damn near impossible for Eric to do for me right now. And mm-hmm. I can still tell him how to do it. So it's not that easy. So they end up putting this Well, I think you did bubble. a good job today. I think you did a good job. So good way to go, Eric. Uh, you did a good thanks, job. Thanks, son. Um, <laughs> but just keeping that. Pr- and then the dignity part comes into play. It, it's constantly you're you're trying to get out ahead of them and you're watching Which body the signals. Energy yes. expended in yes, that. it's keeping their dignity out. So you still want to take them out, but you're like, oh my gosh, are they are, are they going to use the wrong spoon, the wrong fork? Are they going to say something? So you are running like it's literally like the Tasmanian devil running a circle around this person that's just moving so slow. But you're trying to make sure everything yeah. is where it's supposed to be. And at the same time, you're still expected to work. You're still expected to have a yeah. life. You're still expected to do the laundry, do the grocery shopping, take care of the kids. Nah. And it's impossible. It's impossible. But we just keep doing it and keep going. So, you know, Martin Luther once said that if you don't preach the gospel in an area of cultural need, you're not preaching the gospel. Right. So one of the things is we want to bring the the, the hands and feet of Jesus into this situation mm-hmm. by raising up an army of, mm-hmm. you know, the aspen tree support system, right? Aspen right. trees are not individual trees. They are part of an organism, and that's our vision for this is you're part of an organism that is much bigger yeah. than yourself, and we're hoping um, that we get out ahead of this to some extent. Because you said uh, that it's it's it is, a, it is a, you keep using that you've kept, used that phrase in our conversations a tsunami. Why do uh-huh. you say that? We've called it the silver tsunami, especially in the United States. Um, they're saying that by 2025. Um, just because of the baby boomers alone, you've got 10,000 people turning 65 every single day. And just in the United States, they're saying that by 2025, it is going to be so top heavy that the average person over the age of 75, four out of five of them will have some form of dementia. 75. That's young. That's not, I mean, a lot of it's younger all the time. Yeah. As I get closer to it, it's, um, but four out of five, that's a lot. We don't have the support system to support that. Yeah. We don't have the knowledge base to understand what we're looking at. First responders don't understand what they're looking at. Families are feeling more and more isolated. Um, we, the culture is now you raise your kids up and they go off to the other side of the country. Who's taking care of these people? And not everybody can afford an assisted living. Not all assisted livings are cracked up to be the same. I mean, some, you know, with what I do, 
No, there's some I would never put somebody I care about into, mm-hmm. especially if they can't fend for themselves. So we have to, as a society, understand what this is, talk about this, educate each other on it, and get behind this. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other cultures in different parts of the world that do this totally different. Mm-hmm. And they don't act like it's um, taboo subject. They actually embrace it, bring it in. They're doing these cognitive stimulation boot camp exercises with people as soon as they feel something starting to miss, including with the caregiver. The caregiver gets all kinds of focus. We're making sure we're pouring everything into that caregiver mm. to keep that person going strong. But if we don't change our mindset and our culture, this is not going to improve. This is going to get really bad. When we were, I remember when we were in the, the Holy Land, we were in Bethsaida where Peter, James, and John grew up, mm-hmm. fishing village. And in that little community where the, the, the individual homes faced inward to a courtyard, mm-hmm. they found fish hooks. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm-hmm. they, they found where this community came together and, and uh, cleaning the fish was yeah. a. And you th- we think about Christian community, you know, we, we, we scale them out in the knowledge and we get to the top and the Bible's been sitting there the whole time. But this, this idea of I'm part of a fishing village, mm-hmm. I'm part of a something bigger. Yeah, we have our home, mm-hmm. but I'm part of much something bigger. Man, it's, it's still the same clarion call, isn't it? It's still the same. Mm-hmm. And in this instance, it's going to be a necessity. Yesterday, I read, a, a Kerry Newhoff put out his newest trends for the church. And do you know who's not coming back to the church? Baby boomers. I didn't say, I didn't expect that. For, for what, uh, 41 to 64 are not coming back. Uh, Gen Xers, millennials are coming, th- those who are interested in church are coming back. But the isolation implication of that, that here you have a group of aging adults who are saying, and, and I'm probably reading more into it, mm-hmm. we're checking out. Scary. And, I, and I, I say that because if you're listening to this and you're, you know, if you're, you're, you're over 45, you, mm-hmm. times now, mm-hmm. engage. Mind Hope is, a way for pe- is going to be a way in 2023 for people to engage, Absolutely. right? It's going to be a way to say, okay, here's my entry level. And I agree with you. I think Brain Boot Camp is going to form its own energy of community. And, mm-hmm. hey, we're in this together. And I, uh, obviously we know the reason we start Brain Boot Camp ahead of time is there's going to be a support system people that come out of that. I'm hoping. And ex- that's what we're hoping for. And so we're saying, please be in prayer for us as we're starting this critical ministry that we think – um, you know, Southbrook has been a leader in so many things in terms of innovation with churches. I think we can be a real leader to help. And just what we're doing right now with ha- having partner churches with Players Box, I really think that we can help other churches say, here's, here's what we learned in establishing a Mind Hope ministry. Take, take what we've learned and do it. Lori, you are a lantern. Uh, I think God raised you up for such a time as this. I think it's amazing how he doesn't waste our experiences when we surrender. And your experience as a caregiver uh, is is not, is, and then there's one who took that and said, "I'm going to do something about this." Uh, um, I hope that our listeners j- just join me in praying for you that your shoulder gets healed, <laughs> and um, and you know, God keeps using you as a lantern the way He is in the dark. So thank you. Till next time on Mind Hope. This is Lori and Charlie. Hey, hello, Charlie McMahon again. And if you're interested in Brain Boot Camp, here are some specifics. Brain Boot Camp is an eight-week class starting February 1st. It runs through March 22nd at Southbrook's campus from 7 to 8 p.m. And we want you to know that because um, 
this, these details are going to change your life. They, if you invest in brain boot camp, we really believe the cognitive stimulation training you get will literally have an immediate impact on your life and eventually reduce the risk of dementia in your own self, your own brain. So beginning February 1st, running through March 22nd from 7 to 8 p.m. at Southbrook's campus, $25 per person, $40 per couple, please join us for Brain Boot Camp. This is the beginning of a movement to create interconnected individuals and groups of people who support each other in Mind Hope. If you're ready to sign up, you can go to southbrook.org, look at the Mind Hope tab and sign up online. Do that today. Do that right now. We look forward to seeing you there. 